calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you so much for tuning into this interview for The Orphan's Investigation. If you want to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash orphansaudio. There you can get a bunch more exclusive Orphans content. You can also follow us on social media at Orphans Audio, and you can head over to our website, orphanspod.com, for links for merchandise, Discord, and so much more. Hello and welcome to uh, an interview for The Orphans Investigation. I'm sat here with... Amy Kemba. Gavin Richards. Ooh! Ooh, ooh, ooh. Very excited. <laughs> um, how are you two doing? Yes, very well. I'm good, thank you. Good, good. Um, how are you? That was very rude of us. How are you? Yeah. How, yeah. How are you? Um, I'm fine. Um, no, I'm, 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 I'm doing well. I'm sat here with you and that's, that's the joy of joys, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I'm sure the same can be said about you with me. Yes. Yes. I think so. Always. Always. So what people uh, the, the, at home might not know is that you two live together. You're, you're busy mates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. No, we do live together. And we, and are, we are best, best friends. friends. <laughs> best friends forever. forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But before we get started, where can everyone find you on the Twitters? Flats number. <laughs> <laughs> Postcode. <laughs> um, you can find me at, on Twitter at Amy Kemba. Plain simple. There's no... There's no um, however, I do spell my name differently. It's not A-M-Y. It's not A-M-I-E-E. It's A-I-M-E-E. Kember. At Amy Kemba. And how do you spell Kember? K-E-M... B-E-R. Well done. <laughs> you did really well. Thank and, you. And Gavin, what's your new handle that you just made? I've literally just made it. So it's in front of me, not to get it wrong, because we went through a lot to mm, get to many this. Many options, yes. Drum roll, please. You can find me on Twitter at Richards underscore Gav. Amazing. Well That's done. Richards underscore Gav. However, I don't want you to get more followers because this is quite satisfying. This is very... At the moment, I currently stand at following 888. And uh-huh. I have, in terms of followers, 333. Now, okay, I see what you've done there. 
um, perhaps we don't encourage people not to follow you. No, no, but if we could get it to match what I follow, oh, I see. Eight, so eight, eight, in fact, if we got, um, I follow no ooh, nobody maths. new. If we got five hundred and fifty-five <laughs> people to follow you now, so yes, if, please, Zach. So you know, easily in a day, we can get more than that number of downloads. So if like a third of you go and follow, follow Gavin me. Richards right now on Twitter, you can make his dreams come true. Yes, please, Zach. <laughs> And you can follow me too if you no, like. No, don't do that. No, 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 no. That's I, I actually tweet, so you'll actually have something to read on mine. But, but also from today, I now officially tweet more than it's once a year. As well. It's official as well. Maybe it's your Twitter anniversary. It is. Uh, 2019 yeah, is going to be my February. Twitter year. Well, you've missed nearly two months. Yeah, well, I'll play catch up, all okay. right? Yeah, he knows what he's doing. When I message you and ask you, what am I doing? Amy? Message me. I look, oh, I, I, my I'm room's knock- next to you. <laughs> knock on the door. Amy! <laughs> oh, I'm in yes. bed. Um, we uh, also live with... Um, oh, yeah, with, with Matt Penson. With Matt Penson, yes. It's like an orphan's who, who plays house, orphanage. Mm-hmm. No? No? <laughs> no? No, I no, think... Let's just, not... It's just a house where a lot of people in the orphans live. Yes, I a very talented house. I do have parents. I'm not actually an orphan. Mum. But yes, we do with uh, we do live with Matt Penson, Matthew Penson, who plays Xavier. Xavier, yes. Is he a good boy or a bad boy? In oh, oh um, <laughs> that's a bit personal. I think that's for the bedroom. Oh. <laughs> um, well, I mean, he's, he's always good a good boy with... with me. How about you, Amy? No comment. Fair. You heard that here first, folks. Yes, okay, some questions. Questions. So, Amy, oh, you should have first. a theme I tune. Can, this is, uh, okay. Should we make one up? You can both answer all of these questions. How about that? Okay. Oh. Amy, you have said that Investigation is your favorite series so far. Oh, thanks. This is true. You didn't write it. Oh. He was <laughs> just the lead. I was in it, though. <laughs> yeah, but that's not why it's my favorite. Oh. Why is it your favorite? And for you as well, Gavin. Uh, is, it is it your favorite though? Uh, yes. Because uh, you've got the most lines, <laughs> is that why? Anyway, no. I answer first. Okay. Um, the Investigation is my first, uh, is my favorite um, series. Obviously, Series 1 has a special place in my heart because it is the, you know, it's the original. It's mm. where it all True. started. Mm. And we used to record together, so it's very fun mm. to listen back and remember all the jokes and things we would say. Yes. Um, but Investigation oh, as a story is my favourite because it has... Um, obviously, you meet a lot of new people, but it's the relationships in it that I've, I really like and I really... Um, the layers in those are the most interesting, in my mm. opinion, to kind of go from series one where they are just clones and you are led to believe that they are made to do their thing and then investigation comes along and they have they can love and they can hate and they can you know betray people and go behind their backs and I was um obviously playing Vass in um facility facility was great but it was fucking great doing it in in investigation because she just went on a complete journey and yeah that's that's pretty much why it's my favorite it's my favorite story and also i got to play a badass and also a very loving 
complicated character mm. of Nora Evers, which is why it's my favourite. Yeah. And and Gavin, what, what what are your thoughts on the series? I had lots of lines. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did have lots of lines. No, um, to be fair, not too far off the same as what Amy's just said. It, I think season three has really given us a lot more depth uh, with mm. all characters concerned. Um, it, again, season one. Mm. Very special place in my heart. It's where it all started. But especially as an actor and then portraying a character mm. in all, all three seasons, it's for Richard especially, we've got to see a slightly softer mm. side to Richard, um, which was a surprise to me when I read the script. So I'm sure it's a surprise to other people as well. <laughs> but no, overall, I think it's just uh, that full rounded body of story that's being told in season mm. three. And we are getting um, the depth with all characters and also like um in, if you haven't um listened to the full episode um, season three then just close oh. your ears for about 30 seconds and um, when mm. you get to the end and you realize mm. oh this is running alongside series one mm. it's like you don't think about what's actually happening no. what during season one and it yeah, that's that's what I love. That, that it, made no it, sense, but that's what I love as well. Yeah, I think... Uh, the timeline of it. Yeah, and exactly that. It it answers some questions, but mm-hmm. then it opens up a whole load of new questions as well, which is what's so gripping about it, I think. Um, and then that will give the forefront for the next few seasons, hopefully. Yes. Well, um, I've got... Uh, just stemming off of that, you you both. I want. I'll put aside the season two mm-hmm. for a second. But you both actually have an interesting thing that you share in both of your characters in this season, and that you play characters who aren't good nor bad. Do you know mm. what I mean? You you yeah. both have characters who who um, tend strong willed, strong willed, incredibly strong willed, yes. um, and and perhaps a bit different to to the morality we've seen. In the orphan sense, it's you know in facility and in season one, it was a lot more black and white. Whereas I feel like you two really get to play shades of grey. Yes, yeah. and I think 50 that shades fifty shades of grey. Um, and I think that actually stems from as we experienced in season three with Richard, his own personal experiences, and mm. also for uh, Nora, um, they've both had very different journeys, but in a way, similar journeys. They, they have to be independent. They're the, so. they're the most human orphans, I think. Yeah. Wait, clones. sorry. They're, they're the most human-like clones, I think, you've written. Yes. That have lots yeah, yeah, of layers yeah. and depth yes. to them. Hopefully yeah. we'll see more as we go forward. Um, or maybe I'll just stop doing that now. <laughs> stop lying, Zach. <laughs> this one is bad and this one is good. And this one is stupid. And what is that voice? But the thing is, is that like, yeah, even with the characters that are, you know, good or bad or stupid in in certain cases, I think with, well, no, because we've got a few clones that, you know, are, I mean, Nora Taylor. Oh, yeah, she's a moron. But then at the same time, I think you've got some really nice moments in there with her Mm. where she, she's actually, you know, she, she has go at Baz and all that. But when, when the chips are down, she comes in to defend him and, and, Mm. you know does try her hardest. And I think there's more to her than just being the stupid Nora. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I would agree with you on this season. Um, As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch. And organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world. That ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Here's a quick question for you. Are you two aware of the name that the fans have given to Richard Axel and Diana as a, as a unit? Uh, um, I think Richard you might Diana. Know. And Axel. As a unit. As a unit. Like as a combined, their group name. Whereas, you know. The Orphan Angels. Mm. Oh. No, no. Think no. more more uh, alliterative. Or uh, they're, they're a something family. A broken family? They're the Rad family. The Rad family. <laughs> Richard Axel. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The Rad family. Yeah. They love uh, that family. Good and Twitter account name. Yeah. Ooh. 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 <laughs> they're all very concerned about what I may or may not do to them going forward. Uh, as am I. <laughs> as am I. I mean... I thought that was it. I thought we had, you've had your series now and that's... You're done, right? I just did so well that there has to be more. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you get to play... Um, Nora Prime against Richard mm. Hart. Yeah, I'm nervous about playing her again. Actually, I, I'm nervous about doing her again. I think I, I'm. It was um, because yeah. she she is very complicated. I mm. think she's now going to be even mm. more complicated. Obviously, she's. If you haven't listened to season one, I mean, why would they listen to go this? and listen to season one now? Well, some people might have listened to three. Yeah, no, you're right. You're yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, and then two, then one. You know, if you did that, you're fools. Yeah. Um, no, I'm joking. You're lovely. Well done. Thank you. Um, um, she's yeah, she's even more complicated now. She's lost half of her friends. Mm-hmm. Um, well, family really. Mm. She's lost an arm. Um, mm. which you know her thing was being able to lead and fight whereas now mm-hmm. she can only really lead mm-hmm. um 
and yeah, she's been and she's been left with the three clones. I feel, um, especially in season one, offer her something, but not kind of what the others would have offered her, sort yeah. of thing. Like yeah. Olivia offers her comfort and you know mm-hmm. first aid, mm-hmm. and um, Will is can fight. Who else is left? Valerie? Jeffrey. Left? No, Jeffrey. Is that is That's that it. the only clone? Yeah. Maybe are. Mm. Yeah. And then Jeffrey, who's got a stick up his ass, so <laughs> always. <laughs> I mean he did just a lose thorny Baz. stick. I lost Baz. Okay, we, we all lost, lost Baz. Baz. Yeah. <laughs> and we lost we it. lost Richard as well. Yes. Yeah, but he was a t- I he, hated him. I, I mean, yeah, he was an absolute twat. But then towards the end he realized he did uh, yeah he had compassion there just yeah. um it, but it's all very situational as well yeah. the situation he was in it was fight or flight and he just maybe chose the wrong path <laughs> you mean maybe. maybe maybe he didn't mean to die for nora maybe he just accidentally died for nora maybe yeah. but uh, <laughs> yes he didn't uh, mean to do it he regrets it <laughs> no i i think he he admitted it was a hard admittance mm. for him yeah I think but so. in the end he did the right thing it that was his sorry yeah i i think that's what it was and it was it, it was the only thing left he could do mm. really it'd gone too far yes agreed yeah. so moving forward mm. um season two obviously is coming everyone knows that um obviously without giving too much away because you guys know some secrets mm-hmm. what 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 parts about moving forward with these characters are you most looking forward to? Oh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say it. Say it and we can always cut it. That's You can't oh. say that. You oh. cannot say that. Oh. Yeah. That's going to be a big bleep. Solid cut. That's going to be a big bleep and just us going like, nope. <laughs> um, okay, what am I looking forward to? Well, well I know what I'm looking yeah, forward to. Yeah, why don't you say um, that? So... It, Carrying on with the same precedent as season three was mm. uh, in terms of breaking down the relationships mm. and getting to know these characters a lot more in depth. Mm. It, it's more of that, really. It's about seeing where these relationships develop and how mm. wh- where they go and where that leads the characters. Yeah. Probably into more difficulty, I should imagine. Well, um, <laughs> you need not imagine. <laughs> uh, yes. And uh, for some characters, some surprises along the way, I'm sure. Uh, so, yes, yeah, just I'm really excited to both uh, create and listen back to all of that, because if anything, if season three is anything to go by, I'm sure season two is going to be. <laughs> That's such a weird I, yes. way to put it. It's yeah. But I'm yes. sure the second part of season three is uh, going to be uh, much more of a roller coaster because we've set mm. it up for that. Yeah. In a way, investigation very much laid all the groundwork for what we're doing mm-hmm. going forward that was the easy ride yeah <laughs> what what was what is that you're most looking forward to that isn't that thing that we just bleeped um that big thing because that that's not oh what fast yeah 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 that bit that bit that bit fast no get in just fast oh it's gonna be good um I'm, I am looking forward to, as much as I'm nervous about it, playing Prime, mm. but also um, seeing the relationship she, how she copes with making new relationships with these other people mm. that she's going to obviously go and meet. Um, and also, um, yeah, just fast. 
<laughs> or oh, a particular thing I'm really interested in yeah, yeah, is, yeah. is Axel. What oh, happens yeah, to he Axel? Dies. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that to people because I guarantee you there's like five or six people out there that just went... <gasps> <laughs> yeah. No, but that kills everyone's favorite characters. That's Again. not always true. No one died at the end of investigation. That's unprecedented. Did no one die? No one died at no, the end no, of no, investigation. No died. You're going soft. Well, technically they did because it's technically the end of season one. Yeah, so we yeah. have just lost <laughs> we have Baz, everyone. <laughs> yeah, I have gone soft a bit. It's because I yeah. Um, but yes, Axel, and because it's been left in such a open mm. way about and i fell in love with axel yeah. as as a per, as a listener so did i not as richard hart but oh, as, yeah. as as a, as a listener i de- and i really want to know what happens she really sees him. someone about that guys and i know i'm sorry she should really see someone about that what 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 he's 15 yeah oh please what's the matter with you <laughs> get your head out of the cover <laughs> oh and yeah, but conflicting with that is how Richard Hart, because mm-hmm. I'm interested to, obviously, when I have to play him again, how he deals mm. with that. Um, does he stay? Does he That's stay? That's question. Does he stay? Yeah, that is a big question. And if he stays, what does that do for Richard? Because Richard has a very specific way of living. Mm. Um, and would he want to take on that role? Mm-hmm. And also, we... Don't know how, um, well, I sort of do because I've read the scripts, um, but you don't <laughs> know how. Um, Diana and um, Delilah cope with the fact that they have lost. Mm-hmm. If you haven't listened to season three, give it a listen. Please give it a listen because I'm about mm. to give you a spoiler. Um, <laughs> that Nora Evers is mm. gone. Yeah. Her, and as well, how does that, what does that do for Charles? What does that do for, yeah. what does that mean? Because they're all kind of expecting her to turn up one day and yeah. take over again, and she's not. Yeah. Though that that is currently uh, much debate in uh, the, oh, the orphans fandom as to whether or not she is actually dead. What's the overriding conclusion? That there? she's not. She's not. Uh, well, that's not my conclusion, but that's what the fans believe that she's very much not dead. And uh, I'll tell you more about what we're going to do about that later off mic. (laughs) Oh, great. (laughs) Just whilst we're talking about Richard Hart, Mm. um, that's a very different part for you. Oh, yes. Hugely. uh, Compared to season one. Mm. Um, I mean, the the depth is... I just had more depth to play with him. More Mm. understanding of who he is and why he's the way he is. And obviously what we see in season one of that is just the effects of what he's been through. Mm-hmm. Um, whereby in season three, we discover the unraveling of that. And mm-hmm. his honesty, mm-hmm. he, he's, he was very honest in season three, um, brutally honest at times. And yes. he has so many layers to him. He knows what he wants. He's not afraid to go out and get it. But he's all of a sudden compassionate and he mm. does care about people. Yeah. Um, Axel being a prominent character there, mm. uh, you know, and the sense in season three, we suddenly see him in a family, possible family mm. unit and him touching on that mm. and maybe having something more than he's got. But... You have the alliance and everything else to go with it that he's given up. So, 
But yeah, in terms of uh, creating that character, it was uh, coming into season three. I, I, I was nervous. I was really, really nervous. Yeah, you yeah. know, I was nervous. Oh, I, yeah, I was there. Um, yeah, uh, but I thoroughly enjoyed it, mm. and some bits were harder than others. Which bits were hard? To be honest, the hardest bits for me were just finding the neutral Richard in that environment, as opposed to his heightened emotions or the family moments with Axel. And it was, where does Richard sit naturally Mm. uh, in that environment, in his environment now, with all of that understanding of him? Where where did you find that? What do you find? Where does Um, he sit? He's just generally a well-to-do person he Mm. wants to do well he doesn't always do well that's the problem so his intentions are very good but his actions aren't always matching his intent his intentions he therefore gets himself into trouble he upsets people a lot of the time Mm. um but that's also fun yes yeah yeah, yeah. because not that he's bipolar but he he doesn't think about what he says at all uh, which was always great uh to and quite fun to record Mm. actually because I could just spout it out. (laughs) Right, I'm going to move on to some fan questions, if that's okay. Um, From uh, Quinn Burley. (laughs) I don't think that's her real name, but from Quinn on on our Discord. She's asked for Amy. um, Which iteration of Nora has been your favorite to play and and why? My favorite Nora to play has been Nora Vass, mainly because she is the furthest away from my natural personality Mm. and kind of and who doesn't love playing a baddie like they're the best roles to play i like um, you playing her oh thank you very yeah. much I do. No, you I did do. a really good job especially uh pod uk the live mm. show did a really good job uh, of much. that yeah. i wouldn't like to have um, a running with her no, no and i think no. and i think there's still more to her i think yeah. there's oh. a lot of history that isn't explained um yet it yet she's very um, pent up well, there's a oh, lot yeah. of reasons for that mm-hmm. um which which is why she's one of my favorite characters to play however i also do have a very very soft spot for nora evers because she just is as you say she's just she's a bit lost in everything um she wants to help doesn't know how to help goes to help and and really probably messes more up than she should have um (laughs) and she i think she's just running away and i think that was something um that was very enjoyable to play because I got to play someone who was very strong, but also extremely weak at the same yeah. time. And it was very conflicting and it was, it was a lot of fun, but yeah, Nora Vass, sorry for the waffle. <laughs> no, no, I, I love digress. The <laughs> um, now here's one for both of you. Um, each of this is from Ali Hilton again on discord. Um, each clone is different from the next, but still holds the base of the same personality. How do you, as actors, make each clone unique from the rest? Well, it's kind of... It mainly comes from the writing. Mm. Um, Zach is very good at um, already giving us those differences and laying out what these characters are. Um, I did find it quite difficult to make Nora Evers and Nora Prime Mm. different um, because I know they are very similar. I think that's because I wanted them to be... I wanted them to be similar because they're both they they're written quite mm. similarly because um it's sort of like it's the same Nora but Evers is at the end of hers mm-hmm. and Prime is at the beginning and I feel like Evers was 
exactly like Prime was from the beginning, and I think most Nora's are. Um, as actors, I think it's it's just finding those little details, and obviously, it's yeah. if it was on stage, you would find different kind of movements or like twitches you might have, yeah. and. But obviously with your voice, it comes a lot to... I am terrible at accents, by the way. <laughs> so accents don't really help me. Mm-hmm. Um, Except your assets. But then Except having said assets. that, it, it's having... And again, this goes back to the writing, I think. It's having the intention behind what you're saying. Yeah. And the understanding of what that character... Where you mm. are within that character mm. in that space of time. Mm-hmm. What's just happened. Yeah. What's possibly about to happen. And, they- and even though it is, it is all with your voice i personally still do see how it's how would they mm. stand and it, that because yeah. that will change exactly how they express mm. in their voice yeah. um it, yeah it, it's it's a big part chunk of it is to do with the writing but also just making sure that you know which what the character's yeah. kind of being is Mm. Yeah, and I'd second that. It definitely, the, the writing is really what's helped me develop Richard. Um, as listeners, uh, y- y- uh, people have gone through this as well, listening, d- hearing the development of characters. No different to the writing. As an actor, you approach it in the same way mm. as a listener would in that sense. You read the first script, you go through the motions, season two, season three, you see the development. So you kind of, as we've gone through each season, I personally, I've built Richard up through the knowledge that I've gained from each season. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, to echo what Amy's just said with regards to actually recording the stuff mm. as an actor, um, I tend to physicalise a lot of stuff uh, just because it helps with the voice as well. Mm. Um, but it presents its own challenges, yeah. uh, especially when sometimes we record out of sync sometimes, yeah. um, not with the other actor, so we just hear it as opposed to seeing it and being in that environment. Mm. So you have to create that in your mind's eye as well. Yeah. Um, so th- there's always constant challenges, mm-hmm. but you are very patient, Zach. So. Yes, I, I, I do my best to be incredibly patient with yes. you both. Um, I'll do one last question from one of the fans, and it's, again, for both of you. Um, just want to talk a bit about what, what are your thoughts, both you as Evers and you as Hart, mm-hmm. about Diana Strange and, um, and Evers' relationship to each other? So that... that um, Whose question was this? That was Ali Hilton from Discord again. Oh. About their relationship and, you know, how you see in the past, you know, all these struggles that they had in this kind of relationship. What are, you, what are your thoughts on that relationship and, and how it plays out? I think Diana's and Nora Evers' relationship is very... Not not completely one-sided at all i think nora does love diana but in a very different way mm-hmm. um i think it's quite one of those things where she could see herself it they don't belong together basically mm. they to, together they would blow up you know they could yeah. they're both the too headstrong yeah mm. and i think i think evers saw that and i think she's older and wiser and was her priorities were um you know was her priorities are bigger than relationships and things mm-hmm. like that delilah is obviously a part of her life and everything but i think they have very separate lives and they work alongside mm-hmm. each other um i don't think nora evers actually has the capacity to love and also 
do her job properly in her mind. I think she thinks I can't have this fiery, strong relationship because I have so many other things I need to think about. Mm. And she does love Diana and she w- otherwise she would have just cut her off. But mm. she didn't because she wants her there. But she knows that there are bigger things that she mm-hmm. needs to do. And I think that with that in mind, I think that what that's what highlights that they have conflict of interests mm. um, separating both personal and professional then, uh, which really gives them this head-butting uh, relationship, I yeah. think, and really fiery relationship. Uh, but um, it's really interesting because as Richard Hart, he he's always very inquisitive about people and he wants to know he's an Mm. investigator so he just wants to know everything about everyone Mm. and see the full page but i i think them as amy said together that they just don't really work but then that reads for a very good um plot and running really about what's going to happen because it's the heart and the head between the both of them yeah yeah i think i think not she does love her yeah but maybe can't. She shouldn't. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's very sad. There's a sadness to it. Yeah, because there I is. That's why she says, tell Diana I'm sorry. Because yeah. I think they, yeah, she knows. That She's they, more they sorry would... that it couldn't happen rather yeah. than, because it could, but it would maybe ruin both of them. Yeah. Oh. It probably has part of, I think, I personally, Amy thinks, um, <laughs> it probably led her to going. Yeah, in a way. Yeah, I'd agree with you. Because she was like, it's either she goes um, and has to deal with everything that's going on or she just needs to get away for her and to Diana can get on with her life. So when you say go, you mean... They can't coexist in the same place. to go and do the mission on her own. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, there we go. That's a bit of a downer ending. But but there we are. (laughs) Um, So once again... um, Thank you for sitting with me uh, no and, and being here. Uh, where can people find you if they want to interact with you on social media and encourage you to tweet more? Yes, sure. So Twitter again, uh, to follow me, it's at Richards underscore Gav. That's G-A-V, Richards underscore Gav. And you can find me on Twitter at Amy Kemper. And I also have instagram um which i post a lot of photos um and if you want to see some funny instagram stories of gavin falling a lot then that's Ooh, where you can don't. find them and that is amy kemba 93 there we go there you go you can find me actually at, at yeah. zach fg z-a-c-k fg uh on twitter uh, and on instagram and you can also follow the orphans at orphans audio on twitter uh instagram facebook anywhere else um, thank you very much for sitting with me You're and um, goodbye everyone goodbye bye for now Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues. 
and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.